G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, the world is still reeling after such a dreadful tragedy in Las Vegas, Nevada earlier this week where as many as 60 people were killed and more than 500 injured in a premeditated and carefully planned attack on people who were attending a country music concert. Let's get some more insight today. Christian commentary on how we approach these sorts of issues as Christian believers. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, just a couple of days ago we were having a chat and the encouragement, while everything was so raw and while details were still coming together, that as Christian believers, one of the most important things we could do was to turn our attentions to prayer. Now people have started to unpack some of the issues surrounding this dreadful tragedy What are your feelings about the way that things have unfolded and some of those details that have come to light, uh, that one person like this might Mm. snap in this way and and decide to take out whatever it is, is anger, uh, on so many people? Mm. Well, that's that's the thing. It's uh, While we are getting some more details, there's still so much we don't seem to know. There's still so many questions that seem to remain unanswered um, you know just the enormity of this tragedy we're talking 600 casualties at the hand of one person uh, some are still asking you know was it in fact one person were there others involved and you know the motivation question is still very big indeed uh, is has claimed responsibility but police there are saying well no it has nothing to do with Ah, yes. Um, you know, a lot of speculation as to, you know, what was this guy's issue? He was evidently a fairly wealthy guy, uh, liked to gamble, may have had some gambling debts, but, you know, is that enough to cause you to go off like this? And as you say, do a very carefully planned and meticulously orchestrated campaign of terror. Uh, there's just so many strange bits to this whole case. It's really unlike, in many ways, any other kind of uh, mass shooting. So I think we're still going to just have to wait and get more details, and hopefully they will be forthcoming, whether anything's being held back from us at the moment or, you know, new discoveries will be made. Uh, His sister, who lived in Australia, still needs to be questioned. Um, Yeah, it's a a strange case indeed, but... uh, Whatever the answers to some of these questions for those who are now suffering so greatly, it's, uh, as we said the first time around, uh, prayer has got to be our main focus here and that the God of grace will comfort these people in this uh, really horrible period in their lives right now. Bill, Las Vegas is the sort of place where bright lights, big city, excitement, Mm. fun, 
there's a certain sense, isn't there, that as Christian believers, uh, we could be led to believe that we ought to see the world in some ways through a Las Vegas lens, uh, that somehow or other things are rosy and things are Mm -hmm. good and fun and the prospect of riches and uh, all of those things that accompany uh, wealth. Uh, But there is a sense in which we're brought down to a place of reality and Mm. realising that we live in a fallen world when these sorts of things happen. Mm -hmm. Now, absolutely right. Uh, In fact, some people interviewed after the event, who did survive, obviously, said, you know, they came there just to have a good time, to have fun and all that. And, uh, well, there's certainly a place for that, but... uh, on the other hand, death is the great leveler, uh, whether you're rich or poor, uh, whoever you are, it comes to all of us at some point. Sadly, for some, it may come too early, as in this case, but yeah, it certainly brings us back to reality. Um, life is short. That's certainly one spiritual lesson you'd have to take away from this. Uh, you just don't know uh, what day may be your last day. If it's not something like this, you can... Right, go outside, get hit by a truck, you know, some disease, uh, any any number of things. Uh, Jesus spoke about this often, right? He uh, spoke about those who tore down the barns to build bigger and better ones to store all the riches, and yet uh, that day God required that rich man's life. So, uh, you know, we think all in terms of what we can get out of this life, and we forget about the next life, which is really the the key thing. Um, so, you know, all we can do is pray again for those suffering right now, but hope that it may become a bit of a reminder to all of us. It doesn't matter what your position in life, how wealthy you might be, how poor you might be, how successful, how otherwise. Um, you know, death comes to us all, and uh, are we prepared for eternity? Bill, a question of justice here, because mm-hmm. this man took his own life, yeah. and in some sense, uh, those who were victims of the tragedy yep. and their families might feel as though somehow or other they didn't have an opportunity for justice yeah. to be done. How do we as Christian believers see the idea of justice when this sort of tragedy overtakes us? Yeah. Well, if anything, I think the Christian has the best handle on this idea of justice uh, for several reasons. God, obviously, is a God of justice, and uh, it's exactly because we believe there's more to life than just this life, right? The same with Hitler, supposedly took his life in his bunker at the end of the Second World War, 1945. You know, he didn't seem to get the justice he deserved for all of his crimes. Well... The Christian believes we all do uh, live on forever in one of two uh, eternal destinations. We all will one day face our Maker and our Judge, and uh, justice will be handed out uh, for those who come to the cross. Uh, the justice of God, including the wrath of God, which is part of it, was uh, dealt out on His own Son so that those who come to him in faith and repentance can avoid that future judgment. But for those who resist that, uh, well, there is no second offer, and then, yes, they will have to face the justice of God. So we believe every wrong will be righted, every right will be acknowledged one day, 
It may not happen in this life. In fact, the Bible is full of uh, complaints and laments. You know, why do the uh, wicked seem to prosper? Psalm 37, Psalm 73, and so on. You know, in this life, it seems like all the bad guys get all the the breaks and the good guys get nothing. But this life, as we said, is just a very, very, very short uh, headline act, if you will, to what's to follow. Uh, So justice more than definitely will be meted out to every single human being. So, uh, yeah, one day Hitler will get his just desserts. This shooter will get his and those who've suffered and had their lives cut short will also get their uh, proper kind of justice given to them. So um, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, called uh, looking at the big picture, having the eternal perspective here. Bill, let me ask you about gun laws in the U.S., because as listeners can hear your American accent, American by birth, 80 million American gun owners, and uh, mostly using their firearms responsibly, although uh, more than 10,000 have been killed by uh, guns in the U.S. this year. Uh, How do you uh, think of the gun law issue? Uh, Because there's been a lot in the media these past few days. Uh, Thoughts about gun laws in the U.S.? Well, that's a very complex and fairly deep issue, Uh, one that can't be, uh, speaking of justice, we can't properly do justice to it. Um, I mean, people like Hillary Clinton, the first thing she said uh, after this tragedy. She said, we shouldn't politicize things, but in the same sentence, she said, oh, but we have to stop the NRA, the National Rifle Association, and she went on to a a big call to, you know, even more gun control and so on. So it's a big debate. Um, We have to go back and understand the history of America, the Second Amendment. Uh, America was formed, of course, by resistance to the British and the right of Americans to have firearms to protect themselves and to stand against tyrants, whether or not you think the Brits were the bad guys several hundred years ago, that's part of the American history and culture. So as you say, well over 80 million American firearms owners who use them responsibly and safely and legally. Um, Well, look, a lot of studies, no question about it. the truth is, often it might be uh, uh, the opposite of what you might think. Um, some of the most heavily uh, cities with the most heavy amounts of gun control in the U.S. tend to be the most dangerous and have the most gun crime and the most gun deaths. If you look at, say, Democratic strongholds like Chicago, Detroit, Washington, D.C., they all have some of the strictest gun controls in the country, and yet they have the highest rates of homicide due to guns. So one can ask, does gun control even work? And then the obverse can be quite true as well. Countries that have, uh, they're almost awash in firearms and yet are incredibly safe, whether we look at Israel or Switzerland. So the figures can be debated, and they certainly are. Uh, The stats are thrown back and forth. I think a case can be made that uh, gun control in and of itself is not the real issue. As uh, former uh, presidential candidate Ben Carson said, the real issue is heart control. Uh, Again, 80 million can own a firearm and use them 
safely, uh, but it's what's in the human heart. Uh, we said earlier in the week that Jesus pointed out if you hate your brother in your heart, it's the same as if you murder someone. So it's a, it's a bigger issue. It's a complex issue. And, you know, no question, there's plenty of emotion and plenty of heat, often more than light when it comes to this debate. I'm happy to, you know, argue the merits. Uh, I think there's a case for, uh, you know, uh, we already have a fair amount of uh, laws on the books. Perhaps enforcing existing laws uh, better might be a more wise approach than simply uh, giving more uh, such laws. But Again, a very hot potato subject, which uh, certainly I've found over the years gets some people quite uh, upset quite readily. So, uh, But it's, uh, it's part of the mix here. It is, and uh, will no doubt go on being hotly contested because, well, obviously we've seen of recent times in some of the terror attacks around the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's well, not only right. guns, but yeah. knives and vans and trucks. Sure. Uh, whatever is in the hand of the individual. So yeah. when we come down to motivations, yeah. uh, oftentimes we come back to a spiritual motivation uh, or a spiritual influence. Yeah. Uh, what sort of thoughts do you have with those sorts of things that may influence an individual to mm-hmm. do something of this level of atrocity? Yeah, well, again, I think that's the, the key to focus on the bigger picture. For the Christian, we look at the you know, not just laws and political controversies, but we look at the spiritual issues. Um, as we mentioned, uh, you know, as far as this guy goes, he obviously had fully automatic firearms, which in fact are illegal in America, certainly since 1986. So in a sense, you could say, well, nothing, no new gun laws would have prevented what he did, since he was already breaking the laws, quite obviously. Uh, and that's part of the problem. The good people, right? We can disarm them, and then it leaves the crooks and the criminals who can easily find firearms. Uh, it leaves us at their hands. So uh, that's part of the the political, the legal discussion. But as you rightly say, well, what about the spiritual picture? Uh, when we've basically thrown God out of a nation, as we have in America, and basically said, you know, we can get by thanks without you, You have to wonder how long can a nation go? How long can a people go who refuse to acknowledge God? Sure, there's obvious exceptions. There's still Christians in America. But for the most part, on pretty much every level, politically and intellectually and so on, America has rejected God. And uh, then you have to ask, how much can we expect God's hand of favor and grace to be upon a country when we've effectively shaken our fist at God and said, we don't want you. Uh, If that's the case, well, we might have to live with the consequences. And I would say this horrible tragedy is just one of many such consequences of living in a world in which we say, I'm the measure of all things, there is no God, I will decide what's right and wrong. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes, as we read in the book of Judges. So really, nothing new here. We know what life is like when people reject God, and it doesn't look good. So, you know, again, for those suffering right now, these kind of uh, thoughts may not be of much use to them, but it is part of the overall picture that we have to look at. And, you know, if anything, we need to pray for America. 
We need to pray for revival, for repentance, for its people to get back on their knees and seek God. At the end of the day, that's the only real remedy to the problems that it's now facing. Well, Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights into these issues. And that call to prayer continues uh, for not only the families and the communities around those victims of this week's shooting, but uh, for the nation of the US and for the rest of the world that also grapples with some of these issues as well. I'll point people to uh, some of the latest articles uh, that you've written, Bill. Uh, Simply go to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch. Bill, thanks so much for giving us your thoughts and insights again today on 2020. Always great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.